Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Don't you date me a podcast where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could uh, uh, pull me by my nose and throw me across the room. <laughs> I would still date you. <laughs> my guest today, ooh, he's known as Loop Daddy. It is Mark Rubier, who is an American French electronic musician known for his improvised electronic songs using a loop station. Look the Hi, Mark. Whoa! <laughs> hey, Nicole. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you so much for doing this. I <laughs> I mean, I'm not alone when I say I discovered you from your video that was Racism Sucks. And <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, this nice white man in underwear screaming Racism Sucks. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could bring you into the fold that way. That was... Uh... That was a fun show, man. That was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just one show of many where I'm screaming obscenities <laughs> in my underwear. I fully <laughs> like it. It's very funny. And then I watched um, you and Erica Badu, and it was just like, I felt like it was like two people on the same plane, really just like fucking jamming and having just a really nice time. Dude, she blew my mind. I love that woman so goddamn much. It's fucking cool. What's a loop station? <laughs> I mean, it's basically this, I have it right next to me. It's this little piece of plastic that has like five different channels on it that you can use to record something and then layer on top of it other things. And they all sort of sync together. So you can like create 
full songs really quickly. Oh. So it's the it's the thing that allows me to do what I do essentially. I see. And how did yeah. you figure out you wanted to use a loop station? I'm truly, I know nothing about music. Yeah. <laughs> like not one thing. I'm tone deaf. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're asking the right questions. It's it, it it's kind of a weird way to make music, but it's become a lot more popular recently because like people, I guess, are alone a lot more than they thought they would be. And it's a great hmm, way. Sounds weird. Don't understand. No, I'm around yeah, people all what? the time. Big crowd. <laughs> love them. <laughs> I have 10 people in the room with me right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it, it it it's become a lot more popular recently, which is nice, I guess, but it's uh it's something that I learned about from Reggie Watts. Do you know that mm, dude? Yes, I love Reggie. He is so wonderful. He is the best. He is just the best. And I watched him do his thing like years ago. And basically watched him create these set. You know, he walks out on stage with no plan mm-hmm. and just goes and riffs for like 90 minutes. And I saw that and had my mind blown. And basically that planted the seed. And it took me a few years to sort of find my own whatever version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is very much the impetus for for all of that. And so, you know, I was like trying to produce music on my own as like a producer, just making beats and stuff for a long time. And after it's like pre-Reggie and post-Reggie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, now I'm very lucky to uh, to call him a friend. And he is just the coolest dude. I love that. I often tell people who are like, how do I get into doing this creative thing I want to do? I'm like, find somebody that you like, do what they do until you figure out your own voice. Like, there's no shame in like, you know, like just figuring shit out. Yeah, that's true. That's a good piece of advice, actually, because it's like you're going to need to like fuck up for a while anyway. Yeah. So if you can just fuck up for a while while trying to do something you like admire, yeah. then you can sort of find your own way through that, you know? Yeah. My mother used to say, well, I was a bad little girl and she'd be like, oh, like, you can't do anything to surprise me. Little girl, you're not going to invent the wheel. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? It just meant that she's like seen it all before. <laughs> like nothing I would do would surprise her. She's like, I mean, I don't like that you did this, but like you're not surprising me. Right. <laughs> she was a scary woman. It- <laughs> I was going to say, that's some odd motivation, but like, you know, shit. I don't know. I feel like none of us can invent the fucking wheel anymore. Like, everyone's done just about everything. We can just do what Mm -hmm. we do. If it happens to be interesting, people will pay for it, you know? Yeah. Like, how do you make it feel special? You have another song I like where you're just sitting in front of a nice window and you're like, let me suck on your titty. Or is it put my titty in your mouth? (laughs) I've probably done both of those. (laughs) It's just, it's funny. It makes me laugh really hard. <laughs> Thank you. I do it because I, I, sometimes I just get stoned and I'll like get on, get online and start streaming and start making shit up and whatever happens, you know, whether it's tits in my mouth or ass in my mouth or <laughs> any number of body parts in my mouth, that's usually where it goes. I'm so jealous of people who can like smoke weed and be functioning. I'm like, yeah. if I smoke weed and then try to write a joke, when I come back to it, I'm like, oh boy, this doesn't make too much sense, and it's bad. <laughs> I so I kind of wonder. I get into these panicky modes when I'm high of like, is this good at all? <laughs> you know. But now I've done it enough where I can sort of trust myself to an extent. 
yeah, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. It's a little nerve wracking, but I kind of like it because it allows me to relax a little bit more than I do when I'm not high and trying to make music. You know, I can sort of like get into places and thoughts and grooves that I, that I, I wouldn't normally be able to access really. I mean, that makes sense. I just think I'm like a Looney Tune as a baseline. So like, <laughs> like being relaxed is like, well, I'm now a relaxed Looney Tune. What about this weird thing? Like I had surgery at this point, I don't know, a month ago. And my friend picked me up and she was real excited because I was put under. And she's like, yeah. oh, I can't wait for these wacky things she's going to say when she wakes up. But I truly was just like, take me home. I must go home. I was just like disgruntled. <laughs> not entertaining at all. No, not yeah. entertaining. Not like being loopy, being like, I love my family. Or like what you've seen those videos. Yes, it was just like yeah. the opposite. I was like, take me home. I can't be here anymore. And <laughs> Someone get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> truly. This like old woman was next to me talking but I couldn't see her. And I was like, I'll kill her. She's old and I'll kill her. I hate her. I was just like, I, I don't want to hear anything. I need to leave. How you feeling? How was the, how did the surgery go? Um, it went well. I have two screws in my ankle. Holy uh, shit. Yeah. I fell down the stairs. It was, um, oh, really <laughs> jarring. I was oh. walking and then I was on the floor and I was like, Oh no, this seems bad. And then like, my foot was on backwards and oh. then my roommate was too calm. And that's when I was like, this bad. Uh. And then the EMTs were pretty interesting. It was a whole thing. Oh my God. I'm glad you're okay. Jesus. Me fucking too. But it's been a journey. Can walk and shit. You're good. I've got a boot on, so I can't walk on it yet. Oh. He, put, he was like, I'll let you have a boot so you can shower. Because I was like, I miss bathing. Yeah. I'm wearing this weird <laughs> thing over the cast. It's hard. I just complained <laughs> enough. And he's like, fine, you can have a boot. <laughs> just don't walk on it. And I was like, okay, thank you. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Fuck. Yeah, fucking sucks. Have you ever broken anything? I have. I got uh, my foot too, actually. my I was like biking around. This was years ago at this point, but I was biking around Brooklyn. I think I was on my way to work and this 18 wheeler cut me off. Oh no. And like, and I, they flipped the handlebar of my bike. I went under the bed of the truck and it like crushed my foot. Oh fuck. Yeah. That just like shattered my entire foot. And, uh, I don't know, by some miracle, I was on crutches for a few months, which sucks in New uh -huh. York. Um, oh, yeah. Fuck the subway. Yeah, oh, dude. God. Yeah. Nightmare. Nightmare shit. Especially when you're like broke. Yeah. I think I would just like cry. Dude, it was because like there is no other option. You have to take the train. There's a hundred stairs to get. Like I lived yeah. at one twenty fifth and Broadway, so oh, like shit. there it was like a like literally a hundred stairs to get up there because <laughs> yes. it's like above ground. Oh my god, that like I would just and then I lived in a six floor walk up. Oh Ooh. god, oh, I would truly uh. be like, I guess I leave. I don't live here anymore. Yeah, right. Either that or you just sit in your apartment and die. Yeah. When I lived in New York, I fell down a flight of stairs because I was drunk. Thank you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I truly was just like limping for like a full six months because I didn't have insur insurance. So I didn't go to the doctor and I was like, I'll be fine. <laughs> just letting it heal the natural way. Yeah. And then I worked at a clothing store and they were like, when are you going to start wearing dress shoes again? And I was like, when I fucking heal or if you yeah. pay me more so I can see a doctor. <laughs> Dude, you got to do what you got to do when shit, you know, it's like when you don't have an option, you just have to like let your body 
do its take its course, I uh-huh. guess, and like hope yeah. that it's okay. Yeah, it sucks when you don't have money. <laughs> but I feel like when we're when we're like sixty, we're gonna face the the consequences of all oh, this yeah. shit. You know? Yeah, your body's gonna be like, no, I don't want to do anything else anymore. Well, yeah. You treated me very poorly. <laughs> Why like, did you do in. this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do you live, Mark? Do you live in New York? I live in beautiful downtown Manhattan. Uh, that's so nice. I miss New York so dang much. Oh, we miss you. Come back. Where are you? Are you in oh, L.A.? Mark, thank you. Yeah, I live in L.A. Oh, get the fuck back here. I miss it. I miss it. How long have you lived in New York? Are you born and raised? No, not born and raised, unfortunately. I'd love to be able to say I am, but I'm not. Just um, lie to I'm people. I'm from Dallas. I should. Yeah, man, my whole life. <laughs> Whole life, you know. I mean, by the time uh, this comes out, it'll be old news. But Alec Baldwin's wife was lying about being from Spain. Have you seen that? What? (laughs) It's a fun story. So, like, people did a real deep dive. She like, uh, there's a fun video of her being like, she's cooking something. She's like, we have tomatoes here, and how you say in English? And the lady's like, cucumber. She's like, cucumber. So she's she's. Which makes me laugh so hard that she's like pretending to have a Spanish accent and then being like, how you say? <laughs> oh my, oh my God. And I don't know the validity of anything other than like, she was born in Boston. She's not from Spain. Her parents oh, were born no. in Boston. Her dad is like a literal pilgrim. Or not her dad, her like dad's ancestors. Uh, oh my and then God. I think she like deleted her social media, but maybe she's back now. Dude, what, <laughs> what little... drives this? Like, wasn't there that know. guy who was on like, wasn't it the guy, I, I forget what his name was, it was on The League, or he was on some show like that, Workaholics or something, that he lied about being in 9-11? Steve Ranazaski. Yes. I think I'm saying his last name incorrectly, which is a fun thing I like to do. You but, know what, uh, he yeah. deserves it, no. <laughs> he, yeah, he lied about being in 9-11, and his story's kind of wild, because like I read this article where he was like, yeah, I was talking to my friends, everyone was sharing stories, and then I said one thing, and then it snowballed, and I was like, I mean, at one point you should have been like, I just wasn't there. You don't yeah. have to tell a story. It's just like, hey, can, can I say something? Yes. I, I just, I don't know why I did this. I wasn't there. I was not at this and I wasn't there. <laughs> it's just, that's very bizarre. It's, I think it might be something in your, I don't know. There was a yeah. lady who also lied about being in 9-11 and she was also the president of like the 9-11 Survivors Club. I don't know if it's I a club. I heard about her yet. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> A little book club, you come, you read your books, and you're like, hmm, we're survivors. 9-11 fan club, hey. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, it's so wild. I don't think I've ever lied about being at a tragedy. It seems bad. I feel like it's this desire to like, it feels like it's it's probably this broken desire to like relate or to feel like, like you have this impulse to like want to tell a story or something, mm-hmm. but it's just... I don't understand what goes like it goes from that thought to like saying it and then continuing to lie about it. Yeah. And like just repeating the story over and over. It's kind of like that kid in your class where you're like, I went to Jamaica on vacation. They're like, me too. And it's like, you did. And they're like, um, yeah, we went to Jamaica and visited Tokyo, Tokyo, Jamaica. And you're like, what? No, (laughs) that's not a thing. It's not not anything. Yeah, and it's like, especially you're a public figure. It's like, you're go- people are going to find out. Yeah, people can connect the dots. So she's just not Spanish at all. She's no, a she just but she speaks Spanish. So I think she like <laughs> maybe vacationed in Spain and just like really liked it and was like, I'm going to be Spanish. She also has been on the cover of Hola magazine twice. It's like... <laughs> 
Oh my like, god. It's like so insane. And then her kids all have these like like uh like a uh, Rodrigo or uh oh Luciano. God. But then they're like blonde hair and blue eyes. And I'm like, this is and I know Dude. I know you can be Hispanic or not Hispanic, you can be Spanish from Spain, like a Spaniard with right, blonde hair right. and blue eyes. Uh but it's just so funny that she was like we're going to go real deep into this. Let's just like, lean into this. The kids, the the magazine shoots. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like Rachel Dolezal. She like, I like stumbled upon her hair braiding Instagram and I was like, so yeah, she's still, she's still braiding hair. She's still <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. Like, oh my <laughs> keep doing God. the damn thing, girl. Oh, people. Let's just chill the fuck out. <laughs> Mark, this is a dating podcast, so I'm going to ask about your dating life. Is that okay? Oh, ask all over it and under it and around <laughs> it. Okay, so are you single, taken? Um, yep, I think those are the two options. <laughs> those are the two. I am deeply single. Oh, are you sad about it or happy about it? Those are the two options. <laughs> there is no in between. <laughs> Are you devastated? Are you ecstatic? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, no, I'm. I mean, I'm very content. I would say in my in my singledom, I, I I'm using my singledom and enjoying my singledom. Ah, you know? I can read between the lines. You <laughs> be fucking. <laughs> we fucking. <laughs> uh, so, like, when you tour. Obviously, people like throw themselves at you. How exciting is that? I I don't know that life. <laughs> never, not one oh, person on. has ever been like, please, <laughs> like show me their titties Bullshit. or like thrown underwear at me. Bullshit. That you have got to have some shit like that. No, I don't really have chuckle fuckers. Every now and again, I'll have a couple be like, "Would you like to be our third? And they're like oh. shaped like potatoes. Oh. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> this is not for me. No, thank you. <laughs> Shape like, but I'm sorry, I, have, I don't have a potato <laughs> fetish. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it is a very bizarre thing. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's it's a bizarre thing because obviously it's like a fairly new thing for me to be. First of all, it's it's a weird thing for a dude to be hit on. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's just not something that dudes in my at least to my knowledge get to experience very often is like just being sort of unabashedly hit on and because i've found myself in this line of work and because i tend to be half naked at my shows and they're <laughs> very they're just hyper sexual shows that's sort of the way it's gone and i mean i don't it yeah it, it feels good I mean, it feels good. <laughs> it feels great. It's nice to be wanted. It's nice to be desired, I guess. You know, it's um, it's a dope sensation. Yeah. I mean, it sounds very fun. Uh, I like watched it a video is. where a lady was like on someone's shoulders and she just had like free titties out to you. And I was like, wow, what a dang <laughs> treat to like be in the midst of a song and like open your eyes and be like, oh, titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a beautiful thing. It's a, I, I wish it on anybody and everybody who wants that. I wish you that. I wish you tits in your face on demand. That's a nice wish. What a treat. Just tits on demand. 
May that be everyone's New Year's resolution. <laughs> I know this is coming out. It's February right now, but let's rewind a couple months. And I just wish that retroactively for everybody. I think that's a really generous thing of you. Like, <laughs> you're just like really giving. That's just so nice of you. Look, it's the least I can do. <laughs> that's my charity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's not charity that you can write off with your taxes. So... God damn it, you're right. <laughs> Got to find a way to monetize this. Always find a way to monetize. <laughs> Are you on the apps at all or no? I am on the apps. Yes. Do you get recognized a lot on the apps? Here and there. I do here and there. Hinge. I, mostly Tinder has sort of fallen away because mm. I don't know why, but I just don't find a lot of, I don't match a lot on Tinder. I don't know why. I just, it's not good to me for whatever reason. It's not good to me either. And I don't know really? why. Yeah. I just What's like. What's going on with that? I don't know. I, I swipe and I'm like, I don't, me personally, I don't see anybody that I want to match with. Right. And I'll swipe for like a very long time and be like, well, I guess I'll just use the other apps that I have more success with. <laughs> yeah. I have so many of them. Let me ask you, do you, have you ever tried Raya? I have tried Raya. Raya is a point of contention for me. They waitlisted oh. me for two years. And the only people I see are like Australian DJs. And guess what? That's too far. I can't yeah. suck your dick if you in Australia. <laughs> That's true. It's a very it's a long good point, play ride for, like, for dick that I don't know about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Imagine getting on a fucking Delta flight for 16 hours to be like, I don't know. This might be it's really a, great dick. It's <laughs> a huge commitment. That's a huge commitment for a little bit of dick. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I've been reticent. I just have been a little hesitant to try it out because I don't know if like those are the kind of – I don't know if I want to be like matching with like social media people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't – I just feel like I just regular people is fine. Like <laughs> – regular non-regular ass people that's that's kind of what i'm interested in i just people who are living their lives and are down you know like i i don't mm -hmm. it just feels weird to like let's all get to let's all these like public figures get together and like i don't know it just seems bizarre to me i think maybe the thought is like dating somebody who understands what you do but oh. i think it's like rather simple to explain to somebody that like i travel a lot and perform are you in or right. are you out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's not a huge deal, but I do. I guess I see the point of that. Like if it's if it's about finding, I guess where I'm <laughs> where I get caught up is I'm not really looking to date. There and you go. So it's not <laughs> I guess that's not really much of a concern. <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess you could just like put it out there, just like put on your dating profile like I'm only here to fuck, and that's yeah. it, you stupid bitch. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's for, I'm going to match like crazy. Honestly, you absolutely would, because you there's a so? lot of women with a lot of daddy issues that are like, hey, call me a stupid bitch, so like, I think I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, that is something that I have found out through this last couple years where I've been, you know, exposed to more women, I suppose you could say mm -hmm. is, is like the people like getting, they, they like, they like being talked like people like getting fucked up basically. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of subs out there is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of people who like getting choked, who like getting, mm -hmm. you know, talked, 
spit all this shit that like I never would have thought. And at first I really wasn't down. Like I was like, what? I don't, how do I do this? Is this, am I, is, is this good? And you just sort of like figure out, but ultimately it's like, if it's turning you on, I'm turned on by that. Like mm-hmm. I'm turned on that you're turned on, you know, even yeah. though I wouldn't choose to like put mm-hmm. my hands around your throat. If that's what you want and it's hot, I'll do it. I've never thought of it from that aspect to be like, because I don't mind being choked. I'm actually, I love it. And you're like, choke me. And sometimes I've had men be like, huh, okay. And I've never mm. thought of it <laughs> by like someone saying to me, choke me. And you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> um, okay. I guess I kill you now. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, you have to figure it out. Like there's no training manual for this. It's like, I just had to like figure out how to choke somebody without hurting them or you know it's like you gotta you, you gotta work it out i don't know it's weird but now That's i enjoy very it. funny now it's now it's hot i don't know if i could have someone spit on me i think i'd be like oh oh droplets yeah i did i <laughs> oh, what are you what is this moisture what is this, what is, this? Uh, is it raining in here get out of here what is this <laughs> I don't like personally, like I don't, I don't really like being hurt or choked or, or spit on, but you know, I'm happy to do it to you. I'm (laughs) more than happy. Whatever you need, you know, whatever you need to get you there. See again, very giving. I love this. (laughs) As part of it, you got to dance, you know, it's like feel each other out. What do you want? What do I want? Figure it out. Yeah, I like that. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. Like, you have to ask for what you want. You can't just assume somebody will slap you and push you off the bed and kick you in the face if that's what you want. Dude, totally. Talk to each other. Yes. Talk. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like, I would... Okay, I guess I'll talk about it. I, I (laughs) I, I was hanging out with this chick, and she was like... I was like eating her out. And she told me, she was like, yo, take some of this lube and like keep eating me out. But, you know, I'm eating her out and like I've got a finger inside of her too. You know, you're doing both. Mm-hmm. You got to work. You're working the clit yes. inside there. Yes. And, See, this um, is good. Ladies, tell your men that's what you like. Yeah. Yes. You There's no men who listen to my podcast. No, you know? no man's going to be like, ah, okay, that's what I do. Taking notes. You know, right? <laughs> 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 but she told me she was like, yo, while you're while you're in there, like push up. She's like, push yes. up, find that thing and then work it back and forth and push up while you do it. Uh-huh. I had never done that before. So I started eating around and pushing up and it was like fucking coming and doing. That. Yes. I was like, wow, dude. And she all she did was explain it to me. Uh huh. And it was simple. Yes. And now I know what to do. It's it's so funny, though, because I didn't realize that was like the G spot until someone did it to me. And I was like, what did you just and I literally was like, what did you just do? Like, like I think he looked at me and I was like, you're I want to be like, you're not in trouble. But I was like, I don't have words right now. What did you just do? And he like explained it. And I was like, ah, yes, I keep that with me. And now I tell the other people how to do that. Yes. You pass on the information like it's a sacred holy grail of pleasure yes because that's the thing it's like this it's like once you have it and especially if you learn it like during Mm -hmm. then it's like it's embedded in your brain forever and now you have that and that's a beautiful thing we should share that 
We should, you wow. know, I don't know. What a nice gift. I'm so fucking horny. Yeah. I mean, COVID <laughs> is, is bad. Is bad. How's we, it, it needs been? To end. Tell me about it. What's going on? It needs to end. I don't like yeah. it. How have you been? I mean, what have you, have you been making any concessions? Have you been seeing people on the side? What's, what's going no. on? No, because I have to work. And then I just refuse mm. to be the person who gets COVID that shuts down a set. And then people yeah. don't get their money or like, I don't know if networks are paying if production. Shut. I was like, I just don't want to be that person. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So I've just been like kind of like responsible and lame. And then I can't walk. And I'm like, what am I going to like hobble to somebody's house and be like, disregard the boot and fuck yeah. me. <laughs> you know, someone is turned on oh, by that. I know. Someone's like, ooh, you got a boot. Ooh, OK. Oh, Let me stick my dick in your boot. And it's yeah, like, look- no, me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Let me just slide my dick right in there. Right? <laughs> that would make me laugh so hard. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be a fun little bit of foreplay. It but really that's would. Such, so you're like, it's like you're on set, so you can't really be, you can't be skirting around the rules or anything. I mean, I guess I could if I was just like, here, wear a mask. We're both yeah. wearing masks. Or like. <laughs> We both get tested. I'm just yeah. like, that's a lot of work. Right. And I'm sure like other people are just, you know, out there doing whatever. I just, I refuse to be that person. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally understand. It was like, did you see that um, or hear that footage of Tom Cruise yeah. freaking out? Which honestly, I fully support that shit. Mm-hmm. Like the dude owns this franchise mm-hmm. he's like responsible for the jobs of i don't know how many fucking people yeah, thousands of people because you have post-production pre-production during the right. production it's a lot of fucking people who are counting on that bag because the government's not giving them shit right exactly and i'm sure he probably talked to them once before and here they are mm-hmm. again and he just like flips it so i get it i get it i mean when there's like other people riding on you mm-hmm. and your responsibility i would do that too I'm lucky not to have too much of that. <laughs> It'd be so nice if I was just independently doing things and I could hey. just, you know, get out there and get my pussy dipped in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's like a devastating. Like, honestly, I truly, I've been tweeting about it. I'm like, please just like wear a mask so I can fuck in 2021. Like just <laughs> if, if you're going to do it for anybody, do it for me. <laughs> Uh, I am wishing you wetness and orgasms and fucking, and I'm just wishing that on you. And I hope, you know, we got to get to this. Let's get the fucking vaccine out. Let's get it all. I'm getting five. I don't care. I'm getting it all. At first I was like, maybe I'll wait. And I was like, no, now I want it now. Give it to me now. Put it it in my little butt. Truly. I don't care. I don't care if I grow horns. I don't care. I can get a weave to cover the horns. I do not care. <laughs> Just give it to me. Give it to me now so that we can all fucking peace. Yes. Oh. But I am really excited for when everybody has it because I think everyone's going to be loose and Dude, just fucking I, everybody. Yes. I have been saying this. I feel like when, you know, it's going to take a second, obviously. Like first, mm-hmm. you know, there's the rounds of vaccination. So it's like the at risk, the elderly, whatever. And then mm-hmm. finally it gets to us. And then, so maybe it's like August, September, you know, things start sort of returning to some mm-hmm. sort of normalcy. I think once that happens and like festivals are going on and indoor mm-hmm. dining and all this shit, it's going to be like a Renaissance. Yeah. Like, I, can't I think it's going to be like the seventies, yes. you know, like 
everyone is just going to lose it. It's going to be like fucking in the street. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't it's, wait to fuck somebody uh, just on the 405 freeway. Just like yes. pull my car over and be like, get out. Let's do this. And everyone's like, yes. That's Honking what I want. their horns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, nobody's so mad excited. about it. They're like, you're getting it done. Yeah. <laughs> It's really going to be amazing. I think it's going to be like a new revolution kind of shit where it's like, I don't know. We've all been pent up for so long and this sucks so much. Yeah. We just need a little bit of freedom, a little bit of love. I don't know, man. I'm pumped about it. Me too. Real quick. We got to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up. And Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Hey! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Mm, real horny talk. Oh, Welcome boy. back. Man, <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I love horny talk. I don't get to talk like this with too many people. You know, there's like, some of my friends are like in relationships and mm. generally don't like talking explicitly about sex all that much. And... I really love talking about it. I don't know. It's I just don't have all that many people. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I agree. it brings me joy. And I think that's why I like talking about it so much. But it is like funny when some like I can feel a friend be like, okay, Nicole, let's I don't need to know every single detail. And I'm like, but I'm going to keep going. I will give you every single my poor friend Sashir has heard me talk <laughs> about everyone I've ever fucked. <laughs> And like very, very, very just like great detail. And she'll she's so good. She'll just listen. She'll, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's and she's such... been in a relationship for so long. Oh, really? Yeah, but she I think she's just like, well, I signed up to be her best friend, so this is what it is. <laughs> Comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's nice to have a friend like that. I have one friend who I can talk about my exploits, you know, with and and 
but but I always just feel like I don't want to wear them out or be like I don't want to be too much and but I want I need a someone I gotta talk I like talking about this it's interesting mm-hmm. it's like a big part of my life and it's a big part of everybody's life you know yeah and I feel like people like to pretend that it's not but I'm like they do or, and so some people it's not a big part of their life like some people yeah, are just not into true. it yeah. and it's like okay that's you but like come on you be fucking <laughs> yeah. or at least you be thinking about fucking yes you be thinking yes I would love for, I haven't had a married friend do this, but I would love for them to be like, my husband blew my back out so hard last night. I was like, I will marry you again. Like I want my married friends to like talk to me like that. And they don't. I would love to hear that. Like, tell me about your fucking dude. I, I, that's what I wanted. I, I love hearing about it. It makes me happy. It's like, damn, I, yeah, there's just a stigma that's been, it's just a big stigma around it and has been for a long, long time. And I just think it's hard to find people who are super comfortable discussing it openly. But my dad, it was, you know, rest, rest in peace, my dude. But he was, um, extremely French and always Mm -hmm. super open about sexuality and everything surrounding that for like my whole life. So it's, it's just something that I enjoy talking about. And it also gives me a tickle because people don't like talking about it. It's like fun to push that a little bit, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah I fully agree. Like whenever someone makes a face, I'm like, ooh, I got you. I guess yeah. I say more things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is your dad or was your dad, he's passed He's passed on? He's passed on. My papa, he dead too. So was your dad from France, moved here? Yeah, no, he's from Paris, like uh, just as French as it gets, you know, big, thick, cartoonish accent and uh, (laughs) just a big flirt. I mean, he was married to my mom for like, oh God, 48 years, like until he died. But he just loved flirting. He was a big flirt mm-hmm. and like he loved asking people about their sex lives. He would have been a great guest on this podcast. <laughs> and uh he just loved that. He loved sort of making people uncomfortable, but he didn't he did it in a way that was charming in only the way that like a French dude could do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great and it just sort of you know, he was always like, "Mark, you you have to, you know, you have to explore. You have to find, try this and that and the, you know, you never know if you try. He's like, if you eat steak all your life, you don't know about the other food. You have to try all the other food. You're like, you know, you have to pollinate all the flowers. Give it a shot. Try this, try that. And um, so, yeah, you know, he did a lot of that, I think, before he married my mom. <laughs> he, always, he always wanted me to do the same. So, look, I am just trying to make my dad proud. I honestly wish more people would embrace that. Be like, I'm just trying to make my dad proud and I'm fucking everybody. Okay. Leave me alone. Lay off. All right. Is your mother still, is your mother French or no? She is not. She is from South Carolina. She's like a sweet, she's like polar opposite of him. Gentle, sweet, (laughs) Southern belle, adorable, wonderful woman. I love the shit out of her, Uh, but she's just not, I can't really talk about that stuff with her, you know, because it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, but she wouldn't want to hear it. So she's like, please stop telling me what you do with your dick. You're my son. (laughs) Yeah. Which I mean, 
I get, I get that, you know. How did they meet? Was she in France or did he move here and they met? She was in France. She went uh-huh. to um, Paris on like a trip with, I think her sister and her best friend at the time. And it was like the late sixties and they were doing like Europe on $5 a day or something, you mm-hmm. know, it was like, um, because I guess you could do that. You could like, you could uh, like yeah, live. before uh, inflation and capitalism, you <laughs> right. could, you know, enjoy your life and live. Yes. As a reasonable human would be expected to do. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. But anyway, she was over there and, um, yeah, they were at like Place de l'Opéra or something. And, and, uh, my dad pulled around in a car and she asked him for a cigarette and he said, I have a cigarette if I can take you to dinner. And then, you know, uh. they and then they walked around Paris and like kissed over the Seine River. Oh boy. It was a whole thing, you know, it was a whole romantic bullshit. Wow. Yeah. What a fucking treat. What a dream. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's so nice. Well, let me ask you, are you I mean, where are you at? Are you like are you just trying to fuck or like are you looking for something more? So I was just trying to fuck up until uh, I would say November, December of 2019. And I was like, I think I honestly, if I'm going to be real, like fully fucking real, I want a relationship. Ah. And then the beginning of 2020 was real good. Things were happening. <laughs> the COVID hit. <laughs> then, then the person I was seeing said goodbye. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like it went fully the opposite. I feel like a lot of people were like, great. We'll quarantine together. We'll get married. We'll have a baby. This is great. We love it. Uh, and it yeah. just didn't go that way for me. Dude, that sucks. Yeah, it does. But also, like, I don't want like a pen pal. I don't think I like want to talk to anyone on the apps until I can like meet you in person. Right. And Granted, I guess I could, but I'm like, who wants to see a woman crutch up to them and be like, hello, <laughs> will you catch me if I fall down and trip yeah. over a curb? <laughs> yeah. So. Damn. So it's kind of on pause right now, I guess. Yeah. It's definitely on pause mm, for now. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm just going to pause it until uh, the summer. I think when the summer hits, if the vaccine isn't readily available, I'm going to say fuck it and go yeah. find some like lady glory holes and like. <laughs> <laughs> fuck somebody <laughs> maybe like ask people to wear a hazmat suit i don't know like i'm just gonna be like yeah. do it I, let's fucking fucking do it i mean shit for now just a lot of rubbing it out and you know fantasizing yeah right to the point where i was like i don't know i don't this is not doing it anymore <laughs> it loses its luster a little bit after a while it truly does you and know. I like, I've retired my little Hitachi magic wand for now. (laughs) It got to the point where I was like jackhammering my fucking clit off. And I was like, I am like sore. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just fucking slamming it. Yes. Uh huh. I can't do this to myself anymore. (laughs) You know, it's true. Just need a little human touch. We just need a little. That's what my therapist says. She's like, everything you're going through is because of lack of touch. She's like, everybody, like, humans crave touch. It is, like, a very deep part of us. Even people who don't like to actually be touched, they, like, crave being near people. And I don't know. Somebody might be like, that's not me. Whatever. But this is what my therapist says. And I didn't realize until she, like, has me. She's like, when you get really sad or, like, really frustrated, just, like, rub your arms. And I've been doing that. And Uh I'm like, oh, my God. Does it help? Yes. It, it helps a little bit. It like oh, calms wow. me down a little bit and it like feels nice. It mm. feels like I'm like hugging myself and being kind to myself. Oh, that's nice. Or, yeah, you're doing it right now. It. Yeah, it's, I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's nice. You just like, yeah, you just kind of like hold yourself and you're like right. with you. 
Especially yeah. if like your hands are warm and <laughs> Yeah. That feels very comforting. Yeah, you just give yourself yeah. a little hug. Hey. Uh, that's nice. And then uh I have a friend who's in my little bubble. I will demand hugs from her. So she I'll just be like, excuse me. <laughs> During like we went to like a protest. This is in May, I think. Yeah. And we hadn't hugged because we were like scared of each other. Right. And I just like forgot and like hugged her. And then I went, Oh no, I hugged you. She was like, we're both wearing masks. You're, you're fine. There was that you. whole period where it was really like, I mean, everyone like cut. I mean, I just like, didn't see a single human soul yeah. for like well over a month. And then there was that little adjustment period where it was like, okay, we need to mm-hmm. like pick who we can and can't see. And then we see them, but it's at a distance. And then maybe you get a little bit closer. And then there's a bit, and now there's people in my life who I see regularly, but it was really weird, like stepping back into that. Yeah. You know? It, yeah, it was very, very bizarre. And I agree. So, like, I have two roommates. Do you live alone? Yeah, I live alone. Do you like living alone? I love it. Oh, I don't think I could do it. Really? Why not? Because I really love telling people my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you have a podcast, you know. I do. I do have a podcast, but like I only record like on one day a week. So like I get all my talking out for the podcast and then I'm like in my house. Like, so I can't really like I can move around. I have crutches or whatever. But if uh, the nice man who lives with me, if he's like upstairs, I'll be like, oh, I have something to tell him. And I'll literally call him and be like, can you come downstairs so I can talk at you? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe a roommate situation is better for you, you know? Yeah. I think some people are built to like live with people forever. And some people can like my sister lives alone and she loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just it's like a it's to each his own sort of thing. Like I I'm an only child. And so Uh, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. You know, I just like, mm-hmm. I enjoy entertaining myself. I enjoy knowing that there's no one else here and being able to like do things on my own watch without really having to think about how it affects someone else that's here. I've been in mm-hmm. plenty of roommate situations and I don't really, I don't mind it. And I liked it in some cases, but I definitely, I mean, if I had to choose hundred percent of the time, I'd be alone for sure. Yeah. Can't do it. Ah, that's I interesting. I just love people. I do too, but uh, yeah, like in doses, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I love people when I want to love people. When sure, I, I mean want that to. makes sense. Yeah, I'm very lucky to have like a place where I have two floors, so it's like we're not in each other's faces all day long. Oh, that's great. So like it's very nice. We spend like the day separate in separate rooms working. Maybe I see you in the kitchen. Maybe I don't. And then at night we'll watch, you know, TV or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really nice. I see that's something yeah. I could probably do. I could probably be cool with that. Yeah. If I was like in I think about like my old apartment in New York, which was a five or four bedroom, one bathroom. Oh, Being man. quarantined there, I think I would literally jump out the window. I'd be like, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> I am exactly I the same. I, I've done that too. I used to live in Bushwick with four ladies and we had one bathroom. And it's just like, oh boy, you probably saw a lot of shit. I did. <laughs> you were like, why is there so much hair on the wall? <laughs> is this what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> 
women are disgusting. Like, <laughs> like fully fucking nasty sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, yeah, a little no, bit. No, like absolutely gross. Like I've been to many a public restrooms and been like, you left your blood here. Like, <laughs> do I have to like chase you to come get your fucking blood? I was at the airport once. And this lady was coming out of the bathroom. I was going in and there was just like piss all over the toilet seat. And I was like, you have to clean that. And she was like, excuse me. And I was like, you have to. And she was, and she knew exactly what I was talking about. And she truly like very quickly turned around because she didn't want me to scream at her. You pissed on the toilet seat. I don't want to clean up your piss. Clean it up. Seriously. Just like all over the fucking thing. It was so rude. And I was like, I know you're hovering, but like, I don't know. Aim it a little (laughs) bit better. By the way, how does aiming work? For women, how does that? How does how does the aiming thing work? So I think it's like where you hover over. You just kind of have to like back it up a little bit, oh, and then okay. just like aim it to like the middle of the toilet bowl. Okay, yeah. I mean, cause obviously we have like a you know we just can fucking point it. Yeah, you can just hold it and pee. <laughs> yeah. I just sit on fucking toilet seats. I I use wet wipes. I wipe it with like a wet wipe, and I'm like, I think that's fine. I do the same thing. I don't care. It's my butt. You know, whatever yeah, the fuck. I'm going to fucking butt. wash it. If someone's going to eat it later, it probably will have a shower in between. Exactly. For now, it's my goddamned butt. Okay. <laughs> just wipe the shit off and have a seat. You know? Yeah. Not a big I mean, deal. There's worse things in the world to worry about than. Because, like, I don't think you can get anything from a toilet seat. I, I mean, get, can your butt, is it going to be your butt get something? I don't know. It's like, it's my butt. Is there butt sickness? <laughs> Listen, I have I'm this now one. Googling, is there butt sickness? <laughs> <laughs> what a very serious butt infection. The FBI is going to be like, it's her, arrest her. Yeah. Let's see. What do oh we my got? God, there is a butt sickness. It's called dead butt syndrome. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, wait, what? If <laughs> Wait, wait a second. Can you just say what? It's it's called, it's called dead butt syndrome, DBS. <laughs> <laughs> if you spend hours a day sitting and not standing up, you may have experienced a problem commonly known as dead butt syndrome, DBS. The clinical term is gluteus medius tendinopathy, and it's also known as gluteal amnesia. Dead butt. <laughs> so, <laughs> Honestly, when I Googled it, I didn't expect anything to come up, but that is that's the best case scenario. That is so fucking good. <laughs> oh, man, I got a case of the DBSs. Dude, I've got this crazy dead butt. <laughs> it's just, but that's like, so you just don't want to sit on the toilet for too long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get DBS. Otherwise, you don't want DBS. No. But it has nothing to do with what's on the seat. No, you just do don't it. want, you know, a dead gluteus maximus or whatever it's called. Gluteal amnesia. Yeah, you don't want to watch Dr. Zhivago and, and on the toilet. <laughs> if you watch, if you're watching Lawrence of Arabia on the toilet, you'll probably get, you'll probably get dead butt. Yeah. You got to get up. You got to get up. Okay. Mark, I ask all of my guests this. Would you date me? Hell yeah. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. <laughs> I wouldn't date anybody. Okay. But we'd fuck for sure. Hell yeah. (laughs) I had to rephrase. I don't want to see, because the thing is like, I, I have learned this really valuable, like honesty lesson in the last 
in the last two or three years, when it comes to like being with people and seeing people and any doing anything with anybody is like, it's so much easier to just be brutally honest mm-hmm. than to say something that will make someone happy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just cuts out so much bullshit, so much time wasted, so much energy wasted to just say how you feel. And if it sucks, it sucks. But it was going to suck anyway because you feel that way. So, like, just get to it, say Mm -hmm. it, and let it be what it will be, you know? So, yeah, that's what I would say. I wouldn't date you, but not because it's you. It's because I wouldn't date anybody. Hell yeah. Also valuable. That's what my therapist says whenever I tell her, because after the last dude I dated, I was like, Mary, I will die before I tell another man how I feel. And she was like, (laughs) Nicole, no. (laughs) She was like, if it's, if it's going to end, it's going to end. You're just like prolonging it. So why not just say what you want, say what you need. And then if that person doesn't want to give it to you, you can just move the fuck on. That's so true. All right. That is 24 karat gold. It's like, yeah, it's 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 just such a valuable lesson to try and like integrate into your life because like, fuck, man, the amount of time that I have wasted in the past, like feeling a certain way, but not saying it because I didn't want to hurt someone or because Mm -hmm. I just wasn't I didn't feel uh safe or, 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 or ready to say it. If I had just said the shit, I would have saved both of us so much time and so much mm-hmm. anguish and so much. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel very strongly about that. Just say, yeah. it, you know, I think more people should not be worried about hurting someone's feelings. Cause it's like, Oh, you might hurt their feelings or you might not. They might just go, Oh, thank God. They told me after two dates that they, they aren't looking for a relationship. So now we can make a choice to keep fucking or not ever again. And now it's like, Oh, I have a choice to make as opposed to like, it's just going on. And you're like, I don't know where this is. It's like in this weird fucking limbo. Dude, that is exactly what I just had this conversation with a girl that I'm seeing that I've probably seen a I've seen more than I've really like seen anyone else uh mm-hmm. in, in a long time. I've just seen her like more times than I've seen anyone else in, in in a while. And so I felt like it was like I needed to express to her that like, you know, I didn't want to mislead her or mischaracterize mm-hmm. what this is or how I feel about this. Like I enjoy, so I basically, I, you know, I just said that straight up. I was just like, mm-hmm. look, obviously I like seeing you. I like you. We are enjoying each other and enjoying each other's bodies and all of that. And it's fun. But like, I just need to be perfectly honest and let you know that this, that like, this is about as far as I can take it. You know, mm-hmm. like I cannot in good faith lead you to believe that I am capable of giving you anything more than this. So Mm -hmm. if you're cool with that, great. And if not, now you know, and we can like do something about it. But she was totally cool with it and totally understanding and like felt the same way. So, but we just said it. And and it's just nice to know that you're on the same page. Yes. It's such a relief. I don't know. I love that. That's a good lesson. I like it too. Yeah. Well, Mark, we've come to the end. Thank you so much for doing this. Do you have anything you want to promote? 
I don't have a goddamn thing I want to promote. What I'd like to... You have a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nothing. (laughs) Nope, goodbye. (laughs) We just... I just passed a million subscribers on my YouTube channel. Congrats. Thank you. It was a... Took a long ass fucking time, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's the same as all my socials everywhere. It's my name, no punctuation, all lower. It's just my name, Mark Rebier, M A R C R E B I L L E T. That's where I'm at everywhere. Um, I don't really have anything too exciting coming up that I can talk about, so I'm just chilling and making shit up. And um, really, really happy to have been able to do this with you, Nicole. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. That means Mark has things coming up that are going to be so exciting because he can't talk about it. So oh. fucking stay the fuck tuned. Follow his fucking socials. It's yeah. going to be lit. I'm like, what is this? I'm now your hype woman. I'm like, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, rate it, subscribe, write something nasty to me, and I will read it on the air or on a, the episode. This person wrote to me and said, girl, I want to eat that booty up. Let you hold, wait, let you fart in my mouth and hold it like a bong rip. <laughs> I Wait, do I have to hold the fart? Oh, no, you're going to hold the fart. Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, was like, I, just I don't want to hold a fart. That seems, it's not for me. Oh, you know what? If I could promote something to you, since you've got that ass, mm-hmm. I would suggest one of my songs. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but it's called Work That Ass for Daddy. And Ooh, I don't think I've heard it. That that that's definitely one for you. You should check that out. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> My I pleasure. will. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Nicole. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.